walk in faith with courage and strength during trying times. Our sister in Christ is with us today to share with you her story on how to do just that. Hello and welcome to Love and Encouragement to Live By. I'm Tammy Thompson, a Christian author under the pen name of T.S. Thompson, and you can find out more about my books by visiting my website at ts-thompson.com. And I'm Joe Heather Dodson, founder of Your Christian Coach. Discover more about my coaching services at yourchristiancoach.net. Thanks for joining in today for your weekly dose of love and encouragement as we interview Loretta Gaffney about how to walk and not faint in order to inspire your deeper Christian living. Yeah, and so, wow, I want to introduce our guest today, Loretta, and, you know, she, I know her personally, so I know she has this beautiful soul, and she has such a deep, she's deep love for Jesus, and I'm just, I'm really excited, I'm so excited about this episode, we were, we've been wanting to bring this to you for some time now, and things have gotten in the way, but here we are today, and because I know that she has so much love and encouragement to share with those who are listening in today, so, um, for those who don't know, Loretta is a dear friend of mine and a beloved sister in Christ. In fact, if you have watched and listened to one of our previous episodes on uh, titled uh, "He Calls Me His Beloved," this is the very same Loretta that I mentioned in that podcast episode. So I encourage you, if you haven't listened to it, to go back and, and watch it. It will bless you. And with that, I want to welcome you, Loretta, to our show. Oh well, thank you so much. What an honor to be here. Uh, I'm just so excited to to share my story, and hopefully it will bless those who are watching. Amen. So, wow. So let's get started with some of the questions that we have. So, Loretta, I know, I know you personally, and I know you've been through so many things in your life, and, and you've seen God's His His grace poured out over your life. Um, but today, and we only have a certain amount of time, and today I really want to focus on a certain aspect of what you're dealing with. And so I want to ask if you could share with our listeners um, today the situation with your husband. Certainly. Um, my husband uh, holds a master's in, in math, um, and he is 10 years my senior. And um, he's held mostly sea-level uh, jobs. And um, uh, I guess it was around 2013 when I began to notice that uh, he was not as sharp as he was. Uh, and it turns out that as things progressed, he has dementia. And uh, it was uh, very difficult to believe that. And I, I think it's even more difficult for him because he could feel something that was happening. And only once or twice did he reveal that, you know, something was happening to him. Because you know men, <laughs> they're going to keep it to themselves. <laughs> but there were just so many clues uh, afterwards. And, and then I just finally had to take the reins. Mm, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you were saying, you know, there were some signs, maybe signs for him that he didn't see at first, maybe things for you, you know, and later it started kind of looking back, or these pieces started coming together. But, you know, was there this type of moment of discovery that something wasn't as it should be? Oh, absolutely. Um, being that he holds this master's in math, he could no longer balance the checkbooks. 
you know, checks were bouncing all over the place, you know, because he was the one who handled that side of the, the house management and whatnot. And we worked together. Uh, and, and I found out he was asking clients questions that he really should have been asking me. Mm-hmm. And there became one time where he was on stage in the middle of a presentation and he just kind of froze. Well, I, at the time, I did not realize it, but that was uh, later termed to be um, a sort of a TIA, um, you know, a, a little mini stroke, just a little tiny one. And when we finally uh, took uh, Neil, took my husband to uh, the doctors and, and got the diagnosis, um, it was a death knell for me. And I think I cried for three weeks straight knowing that, you know, I had lost my best friend. And nothing was ever going to be the same again. That makes it brings tears in my eyes right when you're saying that because I personally, when um, I remember I went through that with my with my husband with his alcoholism when he tried to run me over with the car. I sat in the snow waiting for the state police to come, uh, just belly aching and wailing because I knew in my heart that my my marriage was over and there was no nothing anybody can do to put the pieces back. It wasn't coming back. It was gone. And, and right. it was, it was a heartache. It was a heartache. And yeah, that's what, that's what came to my mind when you were, were talking. Cause I know what that feels like. Um, but I want to take a moment here and pause, um, for those who are listening to let them know how they can find us. So depending upon what platform you are listening from, be sure to like, share, follow, and subscribe to not miss future episodes. But the most important thing you can do is to share this podcast, this episode with your family and friends. Maybe you know somebody right now in your church or somebody you work with who's, who's going through something very similar and they, they could use some help. There's a lot of aloneness with with this when you have a partner that has dementia that's, you know, or alcoholism or anything where they've, where they've, they've left you, you know, they've checked out. Um, you can also visit our website at loveandencouragement.com, which we feature early access to both video and audio every Wednesday. And if you want to save time, you can sign up on our email list. We have a, we have a form and we'll email you the podcast every Wednesday. So back to our interview with, um, with Loretta. Now, I know when we've talked about this, Loretta, that, you know, couples, you know, they work hard, right? You work hard your whole life with somebody. You're going to spend your golden years together. Not that I'm aging you or anything, but you have plans to spend, you know what I mean? You have, you have plans to spend this time together. Uh, you know, you're working and you're waiting to have this, this relaxing time together. And I just can't imagine you know, the disappointment that you know, you're feeling. And so, you know, for those who are listening that maybe are dealing with something very similar, can you share about how you're dealing with the acceptance? There's an acceptance that has to come, you know, with the change of expectations, you know, and then kind of God's grace through this phase of your life, Loretta. Oh, my gosh. Um, being a Christian was just a tremendous blessing. So my first stop was looking to God. And being that this is my husband, I, and I take my vows very seriously, and I reminded myself, I said, for better or for worse. I didn't say only when everything was okay. So that was the starting point for me. And then going back to the scriptures and just, you know, reviewing different Bible verses and looking at um, some of the, the people, what they went through in their lives. It gave me strength to keep going because I know that God is not finished with me yet. God is not finished with my husband yet. And 
I may sound calm now, <laughs> but initially it was a very rocky road to go through. Um, initially, even after the, the first diagnosis from the doctor, you know, um, my husband was still in major denial. And so it was almost as if uh, he was trying to push me away. Um, uh, we fought a lot. We, you know, major disagreements all the time. And the thing about it was he, I was to blame. He was blaming it on me. It was me. I had a chip on my shoulder. I wasn't doing enough and, and all these other things until I found the strength to reach out and get help. And that was another big thing that really helped me because meanwhile, my blood pressure is going up <laughs> to the point where I have situational um, high blood pressure now. And, and so I had to address that and learn how to, to, to live with him. And it was a step-by-step -step process. It is an ongoing process because you, know, you never know what you're going to get. One minute it may be one thing, and one minute it may be something else. So this is 2021, so we've been dealing with this now about seven, eight years. Eight years. Yeah, and, you know, I really identify with what you're sharing there because when you're saying, you know, it's a process, you're leaning on your faith, you know, sharing that with other people and telling them, hey, read the word and draw strength from that, but just knowing that that it's a, a day at a time type of experience you know and i think back to um my great grandmother had dementia and my grandfather had an extremely hard time with it and you know was very angry that it happened and i think mm -hmm. that we have to give ourselves permission to have those feelings, that feeling of sorrow and sadness and disappointment and anxiety, you know, showing up in your body and um, and just every day taking that to the Lord, every day taking to that to the Lord. I was reading about the Psalms and how, you know, just the psalmist, you know, just pouring out their heart and how you can use the Psalms. You know, there's a lot in there about, I feel abandoned, Lord, how could this happen, you know? Um, and, and that it's okay to have that kind of conversation with the Lord and then to come back, to take what you're getting from the word, you know, to be strengthened, to, to look for resources and support. And I know we're going to talk about more of that in a minute, Loretta. So, you know, really appreciating your sharing with us. So right now I want to pause in the episode and just share with you today's sponsor spotlight. And this is a special sponsorship. Um, for an organization that is near and dear to Loretta's heart. So today, Love and Encouragement to Live By is sponsored by Monroe Homes, Inc. Monroe Homes, Inc. holds, like I said, a special place in Loretta's heart. She serves on their board. And their mission is to provide transitional housing for veterans who are facing the challenges of homelessness and reintegration into civilian life. You can find out more about Monroe Homes, Inc. and how to make a donation by visiting their website at Monroe, M-O-N-R-O-E-H-O-M-E-S dot org. That's MonroeHomes.org. We'll include a link in the show notes uh, in the section of this episode. Plus, if you want to be a sponsor of a future episode, or if you want to feature your favorite ministry effort, contact us at Love and Encourage. 
www.thrivingmarriagemanagement.com. Now, I'll tell you, as a coach, you know, I'm always talking to my clients and my friends and family about the importance of making time to care for yourself. We were kind of talking about that just before the break. You know, how do you manage yourself? You know, and this is especially true for someone in your position, Loretta, as a caregiver. So how do you take care of yourself while you're balancing your husband's needs? It has really been a learning process. Um, and a few times I thought that I had learned how to take care of myself only to find out that I had. And so I had to recruit additional help. Uh, I'm, we are very fortunate in that I am able to have folks to come in to spend time with my husband several days a week. And during that time, that allows me to do things like this and just get out and about and be away. Um, additionally, I had to learn how to react or not react. So there were many different methods of, of learning how to respond when, when those, you know, those, you have those times that are not calm, that are hectic or that he's upset. And I learned his trigger. And I tell you, one of the things that I learned and at first, it was so difficult for me to do it. It's called therapeutic fibbing. You know, so my husband would ask for something or do something. And if you tell them the truth, sometimes it is such a trigger and it is such an argument. And, you know, so it just brings so much tension and and divisiveness. You want to do something else. And so there's this thing called therapeutic fibbing. So you just kind of give them what they need to know to keep them calm. Mm -hmm. And in working with the wonderful doctors that we have, especially his neurologist, um, she seems to feel that, you know, with the, the therapies that he has and continuing with medication and our home just keeping him there, he would do very well. She doesn't think he would do well in, in a facility setting. And I'm inclined to agree because he's always been the, the commander or the second in command. And so that in and of itself is, is, is quite a challenge, but it was a lot to learn. And I really thank God for therapeutic fibbing. Mm. Praise <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> you need those tools, right? In your little pocket so you can pull yes. it out Yeah, when you need it. Amen. It's true. And it's good to give uh, advice because some people might, might not have thought of that who are listening in. They might be saying, you know, I need something because out there maybe they're running into arguments and stuff as well. And so, yeah. So... You know, with having Loretta on the show, there's some people who know, like Joe Heather knows that, you know, Loretta is, is one of my closest friends. You know, she's, she's basically family to me. Um, and, and I just want to point out that you're supposed to, as a Christian, have fellowship with other strong believers in this world. And we need that. And we really do. So we can lift up and encourage each other, not just through the hard times, but we grow closer to the Lord in these relationships. God teaches us about relationships, about love through our fellowship with others. Um, and I just want to share a story. I think it's kind of important um, about, you know, my relationship with Loretta. So, um, I don't know, a couple of years ago, Loretta was participating in my God is Able study guide. I think Drew Heather was in that one too. <laughs> after everybody had, had we were, it was virtual. It was during the, the lockdowns. And after, you know, everybody had logged off, Loretta and I talked a little bit. And she, she kind of opened up a little bit about what was going on with her husband. And, I had this sense from the Holy Spirit that you need to do something. And when I got off the phone, I could have been busy and thought, okay, I'll deal with it later. And that, that would have been, I would have forgotten about it as many times. I'm sure people are listening do that. Right. But I started asking God, well, what do you want me to do? 
And it was like, well, let's think about this, Tammy. You know, and so I come to ideas. I'm like, well, I can give her gift certificates, go get her nails done. She'll like that. And he's like, no, you can send her off by herself. She needs fellowship, Tammy. You don't want to send her off. No, no, keep thinking. And it was like, and so this went on for like a week or two. I'm like, and I just kept engaging with the Lord. And so finally, I remember we were sitting out in the deck, me and the Lord with my tea. And I'm thinking, I'm starting to get really excited about what I want to do. And I finally figured out what it is I want to do. And, and Guy was excited. And he said, yes, Tammy. And he spoke to me. And he said, I want to take Loretta canoeing and I want to take Loretta out for a nice dinner and I'm going to do it through you, Tammy. And what I, I instantly understood there, that this is how God loves people. He loves us through our relationship with other believers. And this is why he said you're supposed to love one another as I love you. He works that way. And, and it was a big eye opener about how I can share the love of God with other people and allow God to love other people through my actions. Um, and then, so I, I was thrilled. I was getting ready to get up and grab my tea. And he said, and Tammy, this is not a one-time thing. And I paused and it was like, sometimes when you have to God, it gives you a word, but he also gives you a, an understanding. And maybe that's like when we go to heaven, we're just going to understand things. I knew that this was, he was calling me into service of fellowship with Loretta for the long haul. And we do, we, we go out, we try, we try to go out at least every other week, if not weekly, if we can. It was tough during the lockdowns. It was tough during the winter when we're trying to find things to get out to do. But my point is here for those who are listening, you know, if, if God's put something on your heart to go have a cup of coffee with somebody, you know, go take somebody out or do something, do not delay in that. That is God wanting to teach you something and strengthen your relationship with that other person. You know, don't put it off, you know? And so, cause I want to encourage, I really want to encourage you guys that when you hear from, from God to act on it, because one of the things is that when you bless somebody, you don't always get to see the receiving end. But what I want, since we got Loretta on the show today, you're going to get a glimpse of how this blesses somebody so that you can actually get a chance to see that. So you know in your heart that when you are acting, it may not be convenient. God may call you to do something and you are super duper busy, right? But you need to take the time to do the Lord's calling and his direction stuff. So Loretta, I want to ask you so that you have a chance to share with the listeners, you know, um, so that they can act and they can they can go forth and help another brother, sister in Christ. Can you share with them how this fellowship time has made a difference in your life during this phase? Oh, my gosh. It has been a tremendous blessing. Uh, it has brought me back from the brink of, uh, <laughs> I want to say, uh, cry sanity <laughs> uh, and being isolated and lonely. And the pandemic really hasn't helped with the isolation piece. And as Christians, God made us to be people of fellowship. And that's what I needed most. And most of my time is just spent at home with my husband, you know, for safety reasons. You know, uh, someone should be there most of the time. And I am just so blessed and so looking forward to my future <laughs> in this world and waiting to get to my final home <laughs> because this is another test. Um, uh, and God is going to make a testimony out of this mess that I'm in. Yeah, amen. You know, our listeners tune in each week because they know they'll hear words of love and encouragement for their Christian walk. And, you know, God blesses us even in the trials and the tribulations and so you've already shared with us you know what is it about your faith that carries you through the hard days and, and the days that are better and you know I know it helps the listeners 
to hear from you some of both things. You know, what's been the hardest part and, and what's been the, the biggest blessing for you in, in this part of your journey, Loretta? Uh, the hardest part has been um, losing my husband. That has been the hardest part. After 23 years of marriage, you know, I am his caregiver. That's the main role that I fulfill now. But I am encouraged um, as as he he believes in the Lord as well. And he is a man of faith. And we don't necessarily pray together. Um, but just sharing that time with him and having that knowledge. And he's very thankful and respectful and he does his best to show me that in so many ways and as as tough as the times may be you know you still hold on and you don't give up and again I just have to go back to my wedding vows I said I do for better or for worse and so I'm there for the long haul Amen. Mm. Mm. very very important to remember because especially when you've been married for a while you get so so stuck in the situation so focused on dwelling on, on the problem and stuff but you know taking that step back that yes you know you 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 were married for life and you're going to see each other in eternity you're going to have the whole eternity without dementia there's no dementia in heaven yeah. Yeah. you know it's it's not so wow so i just i want to thank you loretta i, I really do from the this in my heart from coming on the show i it's been a blessing and i know you know, um, that your words of encouragement are going to go out and they're going to find people that need to hear these words, you know, but, you know, is there, is there anything specifically maybe that, you know, you can share with the listeners today who might be actually struggling with something very similar to what you're going through? What I'd like to say is, um, with your loved one, as the disease progresses, make sure that you have a plan in place uh, that works. And you do that by actually running through it. In case there's an emergency, you have somebody to call and make sure the telephone numbers are correct. Make sure you've looked at your local um, hot, uh, crisis hotline number because they have a group that comes out. It's a policeman, a social worker, and I forget the name of the other person, but they all come together because they are far more familiar with the situations because sometimes it does get to that extreme. Praise the Lord, we've not been there yet, but we do have that plan in place. You know, and, and know that you cannot do this alone. You need help and lots of help and you need a support group and you need to continue living your life to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you for those wonderful insights, Loretta, and for your words of encouragement. And, you know, I know that um, we will be covering you and your husband in prayer. And I know our listeners will be lifting you up as well. You know, we started today with a reference to the amazing words recorded in Isaiah in chapter 40, verse 31. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So listeners, you know, I don't know what your circumstances are today. But I know the Lord God is right there with you every step of the way, whatever your journey, whatever your journey. So 
thinking about what you've heard today, you know, how can you reflect on Loretta's story and just draw strength from her testimony and from this word of God this week? Thank you for taking time to join us today, Loretta. It's been such a blessing to all of us. And, and just as a reminder to our listeners, depending on what platform you're listening from, be sure to like, share, follow, and subscribe to not miss future episodes. If you want to be a sponsor of one of those episodes, contact us at loveandencouragement.com. Join us next time as we continue to offer you words of encouragement that remind you of God's awesome love.